The following program contains people whose life screams awesome. Be sure to put your shades on. What you do and what you say can really have an impact. If you want to learn how the country is run, doing things for public good, it's the best place to learn. You're listening to Catch Obsessions with Mark Laguna. Season number three gives you a peek into different industries in my conversations with friends about their life and career. What's it really like to be a TV actor, a news reporter, a business lawyer, an artist, or some corporate hotshot? Find out in this episode and more. Enjoy eavesdropping! The best time to catch up is now. Catch up sessions. We are back in the program. This is Catch Up Sessions Life and Career Edition. And today we are joined by Miss Leanne Reyes. Haley. Hello. I like the blinking that happened (laughs) right there. People can't see this. This is. <laughs> I know you're masanay with like you know TV kind of. Prod. No, I mean TV is actually my Waterloo because like there are some uncontrollable actions like my eye oh. rolling. You know, you know me. <laughs> but like, that's the real you. So that's the real me that sometimes does not come across well. <laughs> well, why don't you tell us what are you busy with at the moment? Okay, so at the moment. I'm busy caring for living things. Wow. Oh, really? Um, Suddenly, (laughs) I found myself deeply immersed in the plantita life. Like, Mm -hmm. I never would have thought. Bitten by the bug. But then, I was trying to look for another. I swear. Like, at first, it's like, oh, these plants look interesting. I didn't realize that there's so many interesting looking plants. Because, like, I have a couple of friends who were, you know, very into it at the start of it. Mm -hmm. And then they had really good photography skills. I'm like, oh, this plant exists pala, And then I'm like, oh, maybe I can try caring for mm-hmm. like one plant and then another plant. And then suddenly, no joke, I have like... How many it, do you it have just, now? It just expanded to like, I keep a list, but I can't really count. So maybe I would say 300. Whoa. So actually, if you check your Instagram, you have a jungle basically yeah i mean somewhere out there like i guess in a span of like it's not even a year i i, I started last august because i really didn't get into it right away because like okay you know at the start of the pandemic i was into like, all... oh, everyone's into it <laughs> yeah i did not i mean it just happened and then at first it was like oh let me put this in our lanai because it has the most sun morning mm-hmm. sun mm-hmm. and then the chairs disappeared the racks appeared and then suddenly, I'm watering all of these plants at like 6 or 7 a.m. just to avoid the morning sun. I'm like, what am I doing? But yeah. The so ultimate yeah. sacrifice of a plant mom. But that, is it like a business for you now? Because I see you do swaps with people or do you sell oh, stuff? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. like, you know, one of those things you used to justify certain hobbies to yourself, uh-huh. especially like to justify it, more like to justify it to someone else. It's like, my boyfriend's like, oh. What Spending so much money on that, right? Yeah. For sure. I mean, I hesitate to actually account for it. All you see are the living plants. Of course, like, there's some, some more time. Right? <laughs> Even True. if you say that's just 10%, it's still 10%. That's still like 30 plants. I mean, I wish I could say I just killed 30 plants. But like, yeah. 
So I tried to justify it by saying, oh, I won't spend more. I'll just swap. Because re- like when plans get too long and they're too big, no choice but to propagate. And then okay. after a while, I said, oh, I'll buy this wishlist plant because uh-huh. I can propagate it. It's already a mother plant. So for a time, that does happen. But like, yeah, I mean, not 100% of your propagations get sold or get mm-hmm. swapped. So I can't say it's a business, maybe in the future, but like I hesitate to turn it into that because like the passion will be gone. I, right, because now you have to propagate like crazy because there's demand for yeah, different. Yeah, and no? also like it's so hard to propagate in the summer because like everything's dying. So It's so hot. Oh my gosh. We it's will... so hot. Like yes. I'm wilting indoors. Imagine all those plants outdoors and like survive. Do your For best. Babies. That's true. That's that's why my mom then was like, "Makanina, may text ako. What are your plants?" I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, you have plants. <laughs> well, I do have a few compared to yours, like very very few. And then feeling ko nag 100% turnover na rin ako. Cuz like the first batch in different stages died na. Right, I have a right. <laughs> I mean, it's it's lifespan thing. Part of it is like the care. Even if you do research, sometimes they just don't like you or your space. Mm-hmm. But like Sometimes, you know, the turnover is faster than the renewal. I mean, the dying is faster than the renewal. So I'm like, yeah, the leaves died before the new ones can be made. So yeah. But, you know, just wait it <laughs> out. Because I had I had, a, I had several ones that wilted out, but I just kept it there. Parang may resurrection talaga. Exactly. Because so... I have so many pots. Like, in my mind, if I don't throw it out, they're not really... Mm. <laughs> so I'm like, that's not <laughs> they're really hoping. Lost. Right, right? Somehow. So, like, all of these spots will just soil. And then I just water them because like maybe the roots will suddenly make it's, a it's in there somewhere. Like, the bulbs are still there. <laughs> but then it was taking up too much space. So the other day, I unpotted them all and then took out all of the bulbs and put them in like this community pot. Hopefully, they'll make a resurrection. We'll see. Right. Let us hope and wish. So that is Leafy Lover. Yes, on Instagram. Uh-huh. But hey, that's not your day job. That's, that's, like not, a, my, clearly, that's not my day job. Because you can't afford all not, of that with just that. <laughs> agree. It's like, oh, I needed that hobby. But that's not really what occupies like 8 to 10 hours of my day. So what does occupy your day work-wise? I'm a marketing program manager in a bank. All those promos, previously I handled the dining category, so all those like 10% off at a certain oh, restaurant. Oh, for, for, for the credit cards? Yes, for the credit cards. Our team is called Usage, so I entice you to use your card. Oh, you. Evil. Yeah, so all those promos, <laughs> all those things, like keeping Must them spend. up and alive in the Got middle it. of the pandemic and beyond. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's what I do. So from the strategy to the communication. So yeah, that's what I've been doing for the past five years. We must tell them you graduated UP Mascom Broadcast yes. Communication. Communication, yeah. That's not exactly marketing, though. So it's how did not. you get into it's, this job? It's not actually, but like when my first few jobs were actually very journalism and communications related. I did and still do from time to time. I did like lifestyle writing stints, and then. Ventured into government work. I was a writer for a senator, so that those are speeches, press releases. And then I realized, mm. hey, maybe I needed something that was kind of the same but had more rules. 
it's more basic. rules. More rules. Because like, you know, um, I went into government. I actually lasted until the campaign period. Mm-hmm. Up until after the election. So I got to see all of it. And like, when you're in that line of work, your time isn't your own. You have to churn out press releases daily because like your principal has to be on top of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Searches and everything. Share voice. Critical. Exactly. I needed something. I needed this type of work that provided me with a specific structure. I needed rules. Mm-hmm. So, I like went how long the did you do industry. the before the banking industry though? How long did you do this government work for? I did government work for like maybe two, three years. Hmm. Tiny amount. So, so yeah, I was able to go through like impeachment trials. So mm. those things, those are exciting things. And like, like, I feel like it's one of those things that is good to experience when you're young, when you're uh-huh. really like doing things on the go. And when the energy is still there to do public service. Right. And then change the world once Change the time. world. And it takes energy. <laughs> it takes mm-hmm. energy to do and that. And idealism. <laughs> and idealism because they... Coming from just graduating UP, from UP, right? so I'm like, okay, true, give back true. to the bayan. Because like the first few, the, like a year or two after, like a year after graduating, I was just doing like, no, I was doing like lifestyle journalism. It was fun for a time, but I can only write about green being the new black like so many times. <laughs> I'm not dissing lifestyle journalism. I really love it. From time to time, I still go back to it. It's just that. I needed a change. That's what that's the thing with me. Like I can't be in one trap for too long. Yeah, because so, lifestyle journalism. Did you do that for like a magazine or an online publishing? I did it for newspapers and magazines. All right. Very different, I would say, from sort of doing public service work. But it was still but it was still communications. That yeah. was that's the thing. I really thought these were all different things. Mm-hmm. But it's really the common thread up until now, as you'll see later. Up until now, it's really communications. Like, right. I thought I was actually moving away from it. I thought it was different industries. But I just realized that, you know, no matter what industry I go to, communication is still a thing. Well, that's good. At least you get to exercise. The, uh... Maybe I, there should have been more intention in, like, my mm-hmm. actions. But, like, at the time, I was really just... I mean, I had the privilege to try out different industries and different things. So, yeah. That's very good. I mean, there's no pressure to sort of, you know, earn money for a living. I know that the lens that I'm coming from is, you know, I have the privilege of not yeah. having to have to earn money for a living. But, like, I guess after a while, it has to come to that. Like, in getting older, responsibilities, and all that. Like, it will strike ah. at some point in your lifetime. Don't worry. Yeah, that's why different also, stages. it's good to try out like whatever you want to do when you're young, when there's no pressure of like adulting for the family and all that yeah. or like striving towards a particular goal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's good to try out many different things. And I guess that's what I did looking back. But like at the time, I didn't realize I was. And I was, I, I really felt like, oh, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> So what was sort of like the wake-up call that pulled you into this different world of banking, right, from government work? The position I was in, it was really a co-terminus. I wasn't really, because like I was serving an elected profession, uh, mm. an elected official. So it's not exactly like your typical civil service work. That's not tied to any term. 
So in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, if my principal boss, then you know, there goes my Stop job. Stop at some point, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, and also there's a lot of flexibility in government work. And hmm. asterisk, I realized, asterisk. oh, asterisk. that's just that's the most flexibility. Put it, I guess <laughs> I, I didn't want to do it anymore because I wasn't really cut out for it. Like there are people who thrive in that. But I realized that like, I needed some sort of routine. And I wasn't really getting younger. My resume has to build itself. Like, it can't build itself. I have to build it on my own. And also there's that thought, oh, oh my gosh, is this what I'm going to do for the rest of my life? Like there's, there isn't exactly a ladder that mm. you can climb. Parang discarte mo. Yeah, yeah. I'm not the most discarte person, I would admit. So like, Maybe while there's still time, I was thinking maybe while there's still time, I can move to a more stable field. And what is the most stable field I can think of opposite of government work? Ooh, banking. Let's do that. <laughs> Got this. But the role itself, because I mean, I could imagine, right? You could have done maybe PR work for the bank or whatever. I was industry. considering it. I was considering. I was actually... I wasn't really I wasn't really thinking um banking per se, but like I was just thinking uh, I needed a corporate job basically. Mm, I needed a place yeah. to do I was thinking PR work, but similar to also why going into broadcasting wasn't my thing also, because I admit I'm a lazy person and I didn't want to go chasing after things. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be at the back and call of say news or someone else i sort of had that in my other life so okay so i was thinking yeah banking i was thinking also getting another degree or like doing masters and i went into doing my mba so oh, you did i did my mba and i figured oh because like broadcast communication is very specific broadcast communication very mass home and the number of opportunities available to me are very specific to that field. And I wanted to take a more generalist approach. Uh-huh. Broaden so needed, the availability also. Yeah, right? and I needed, I needed to widen that spectrum. I needed to broaden that spectrum. So, MBA. Hmm. And then I went into banking because it, it kind of jived. And fits. So, wait. You went into MBA when you were still in government or as you were no, going here's into the banking? Thing. Maybe it was one of the most foolhardy things I did. I quit government, uh-huh. and then I went into MBA without a job. Back to studying. Great. And then I'm thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay for this? But then I did freelance work. I did freelance PR work. So I guess, you know, they kind of paid the bills for a time. So that went on for like six months, and then I got into banking. So yeah, uh-huh. and then fortunately, my first employer, they usually like these corporations have their higher learnings, allowances or scholarships mm-hmm. right so they eventually like ended up paying for my MBA. oh so sweet deal yeah. yeah so thank you but yeah it kind of worked itself out sorry you said first employer because did you move companies at some point yep going into banking first of all i didn't know like how many departments what the departments are how exactly banking works big so, like, bad banking this, world is complex i didn't know <laughs> like i didn't even take a course for it like it was so different so how should I get to know a bank? So I went into mm-hmm. a management training program. So I did that. And then 
I graduated from that with a year of a regular banking stint. So maybe that took like three, three years all in all with that first employer. And then when I finished my MBA, it was needed as a requirement for another management training program with my current employer. Oh. So yeah, so they I don't want to pay anymore. So <laughs> part of the prereq MBA yeah. first by someone it's else. Like, um, it was a, basically it it was a leadership thing. It was a leadership mm. program. Basically, those the who fast track program programs, are right? Fe- yeah, our future like future leaders. So okay, yeah. so needed a needed a second degree or a certain tenure. So like okay, I had a degree, I had the experience. Okay, check so, check yeah. And then I realized, even though I was going around doing all of these short stints mm-hmm. in the bank, eventually, like even with my first employer, you know what I ended up doing? I was corporate affairs. And now, even now, I'm like, essentially, it's I say it's marketing because like there's strategy and whatever involved, mm-hmm. but and implementation as well. But a bulk of what I do is how do I communicate the offers I have, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that you know a credit card holder will be enticed to swipe their card. Was I one of the victims? <laughs> you were I'd like to think. Because it's a win-win what, what situation. Perhaps. Yes, it is. I get it for a discount. <laughs> Great yeah. offers. And we're helping the economy. <laughs> Agree. So really, it's good for everyone. So good, good. I like the win-win win strategy. <laughs> yeah, additional one person in that, um, I guess, court. Thank you for being... The drop in my ocean. <laughs> <laughs> big, big blue ocean. We will hear more from Lee, who's finding herself right in the middle of a crossroad. That's coming right up. If you're loving this session, do check out the rest of the episodes. The program is on Facebook and Instagram at Catch Up Sessions behind-the-scenes videos, and updates on the release of new sessions right at your fingertips. There's a link in the show notes where you can leave a voice message. Let me know which life and career do you want to listen to next. Up sessions, life and career edition. So that's what you're doing at the moment. Do you want to expand on that or no? The, the whole crossroads thing. Kenaman, mm, kenaman. Um. So yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm doing now. But mm. as to like how long I I'll, I'll be doing it, things are very. How should I say this? We're in a roller coaster right now. Like, I'm going to say um, shaky. No, even <laughs> We're in a roller coaster right now. Like, um, admittedly, like I, I felt like I found my sweet spot in this, mm-hmm. in this company. But like recently, and we can't and we can't name the company. I was trying to be very careful. It's I hesitate to, to like as a comms person, I wouldn't. Want to. <laughs> very comms. All right, yes, people will just like, have to guess. Therefore, yeah, but like I won't explicitly say the name, but like you know, if I tell you the details, you'll probably know. Uh, there's been news from headquarters that we're exiting several Asian markets and all that will be left are the hubs. On one hand, that's really like, oh my gosh, so there goes 100 years plus of being in the Philippines, okay? And 
Oh, but on the other hand, I don't know what came into me, but like the first thing I thought was that, oh my gosh, this is finally my chance to, you know, um, go <laughs> global. Ah, yeah, ah. the thing is, I've been one of the reasons why I went into I went into this bank because uh, was because of global mobility. Yep. You know, admittedly, I've been in a. It's I've been lazing around, mm-hmm. not really chasing after that global mobility, but it's always been a goal because first of all, the boyfriend is in one of the hubs that will remain. So oh. it's really perfect, and I was really thinking, oh my gosh, I'm be- I'm really being pushed to actually, you know, aggressively pursue that global uh-huh. mobility. And also, like within the company, they're very sensitive to it. Like you know, they know that we're exiting, but if they also know that as much as possible, they want to keep the talent. Yeah, there are lots of expansion happening in the hubs, mm-hmm. so. That's what I'm gunning for. So even if, you know, we're sad about what's happening, even if like there's uncertainty in how we're dealing with the pandemic, whether it's ECQ, GCQ, or whatever, we just have to perform our best because like, it's either we get absorbed yeah. or we get relocated. So mm. so it's really like, I can be sad about it, but I'm really treating it as a challenge. That's really it, good. I mean, And also a good opportunity. True. It's like exciting times when you could be down and out about it. Because change, but yeah. it really works either or for people. I agree. Like, honestly, one of my first reactions to it was, ah, I was really just cruising along, you know. It was kind of, <laughs> it was kind of comfy for me yeah. just to be here. But then, of course, I can't really tell that to, I, re- I can't really tell that to my boyfriend because he's like, hey, I thought you were aggressively applying. <laughs> like, yeah, okay. now I he, am. <laughs> he can hear this, but probably had this this conversation probably, already. He probably, <laughs> he probably knows already. But then he's like, "Oh, this is really, this is really." Now the there's under, no excuse, right, to pursue transfer. I was thinking, this is the logical break. Yeah. If I were to apply to other jobs here, mm-hmm. it would just be a continuing saga of me staying right. here, him being there. I'm like, okay, fine. I really have to go there. But thinking about it though, you know what my first, my other thought was, oh my gosh, my plants and my cats. <laughs> How am I going to take them? Oh no, indeed. Because so, there's yeah. that I mean, part my, that's also my like, concerns. I like, like yeah, change. It's, it's mm, an uncertain time, work-wise, life-wise, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I guess I'm just lucky that, you know, I can treat this as a foray into the next steps for me, like the next level, next level for me. Uh-huh. Level like, up, man. Stop cruising alone. <laughs> I mean, I guess external factors involved is sort of working for you. Right? I guess, which which is fortunate. But like, if I were to look at it from an external point of view, like, oh my gosh, what is happening to her? But like, internally, internally, okay. <laughs> great, great. But then, I mean, decision point-wise, you haven't made up your mind. What time frame are you looking at about okay. with the next step for mm, you? The idea is that, so we're exiting, but like the portfolio has to be sold, right? It, mm-hmm. has, to be, it has to be acquired. Because so, we have that, consumers here that still need your promotions. <laughs> exactly. And then, the per, and then the company that will take over it will keep on watching over you. But of course... Oh. Feel so but special. We have to be acquired at a good price. Mm, yeah. So well. that takes time. So maybe it's still like a year or two. Mm, okay. 
But like the procrastinator in me is finally glad I have a deadline. I was just thinking, oh, I have time, I have time. And then now, oh, okay, one to two years. I mean, one to two years, your 300 or so plans can balloon to a thousand. I just know, but I note. can't bring them all with me abroad. So it's either, like, I make, sometimes I look at this plant and I mean, I'll keep you, I'll keep you. I don't know how, but I'll keep you. And then I look at the other plant. I'm sorry, I'll keep you. You have too. to go. Like, until I'm saying that to all 300, they're like, eh. Well, even if maybe two or three make it to this space, I'm showing you my house. Okay. <laughs> okay, my friends will adopt my plants. I know, right? <laughs> we'll be watching out for cats, cacti, oh and what have you. Ah. I have to leave them also. But like they're my babies. I have to leave them also because the boyfriend is allergic. Well, it's time to create new babies in real life. <laughs> By that time, maybe. Well, oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's another well, conversation we had. We and that's in another lane. <laughs> for sure. Let's focus career. <laughs> oh, yes. For this round. I think, I think that's a topic that can be discussed at length. That is true. So again, back to the career, what would you say would be the perks of working in a, first, I want to know, working in government, because you did have this asterisk earlier uh, of flexibility. Agree. Can, I mean, I, can we expound more on that? Now? I mean that in a good, in, of course, there's good and bad in everything, mm-hmm. but they, I don't mean to stereotype, but like, you know, coming from UP, I, I'm like the type of person that you don't need to tell me everything step by step. As a person, I don't really like it also. So just tell me where we're coming from, where we need point to go, a what to your point parameters B. are. Yes. Yeah. Point A, point B, boundaries. And then I'm fine with that. That really allowed me to exercise that. As in, discard mm. Yeah, discard uh-huh. talaga. And then also, it really enhances your resourcefulness. For example, okay, write me up here on this. And it's a topic you know nothing about. I mean... <laughs> I was in a Senate office. So it was legislation and everything. What do I know about these things? I knew nothing. But I knew how to write. I knew Mm -hmm. how to research. So I just had to expand from there. And of course, when you write and and when you research, you learn a lot. So Mm. that's really what I... I really got to grasp topics, not just about public affairs, but really those little things, for example, like the principal suddenly got really interested in this topic and then really wanted to do like, wanted to focus on it, wanted to do an exhibit on it. Of course, you'll do that, right? Uh-huh. You'll, you'll write about that and everything. You get to research about that. Maybe it's about basketball. Maybe it's about triathlon. Because, you know, health. Maybe it's about sourcing organic food, farm-to-market things. So oh. there's a whole gamut of subjects that you really learn about. And... You can honestly like one of my big one of the biggest things that really made me so proud about those things was that, was that my words, my the speech I wrote was actually being delivered on the Senate floor, mm. was actually being published as things of national concern on yep. the paper. My sound bites were being played all over the news. So what you do and what you learn, what you say can really have, even if you're not the one making the laws, mm-hmm. really had an impact on right. national policy or even, you know, public affairs. So well, it's a great place to learn. Yeah, and about, that validation also, right? Of yes, your impact yes. to the broader, I guess, community. Agree, agree. But 
if you want to learn about a lot of things and if you want to really as cheesy as it sounds if you want to learn how the country is run Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if you ha- you have aspirations of doing it yourself or like doing things for public good, it's the best place to learn. Because also when you see the bad, you also be savvy and and realize, oh, these are the things that I shouldn't do. And or want to do better. Or if you encounter yeah. it, oh, this is what they're doing. I know what they're doing. So while we're on that topic, what would be you know personally the downside of working for government? It depends. Like the role that I had, I was a I was with the media team. I was on call twenty four seven. I was like their very own reporter. Because like if news broke out about this certain thing, of course you needed to be the first one to say something or the one with the meatiest soundbite. Mm. One of the things I really remember, I was in Boracay. I can never go on vacation without my laptop. Whether I was here or abroad, if I got a text that this is urgent, it really is urgent. Drop everything, must yeah, deliver. So if your principal, luckily mine was, if your principal is very mindful of your mm-hmm. time and knows boundaries, you're very lucky. But then, again, it's subject to how the principal treats the office. Ah. So a lot of it is really very subjective. Got it. So I guess you get lucky with a yeah, so good one or a bad also, one. But then you can look at it in a good and a bad or a bad way. Like if your survival and what you get from it is really up to you. So if you're the type of person who is self-motivated mm-hmm. or like you like to do things on your own, explore things on your own, it's the perfect place to do it. You can thrive in it. You can thrive in it. Uh, I went into it with a couple of friends and they're still there. There's no cookie cutter day. Every it's a day. challenge each time. I mean, it's very, you know, like, at the time, one of the most popular series was Scandal. I felt uh-huh. like I was living yes. in my own mini version of Olivia Pope. Mini lang. Hindi naman ganun Mini lang. Like, I know Olivia Pope. Well, how about this, you know, structured life in corporate, specifically banking, what are the mm-hmm. perks? Do you get points, additional discounts? Well, I get... Um, bigger credit limit. No, no not a bigger credit limit. And you have to pay your... Um, annual fees waived, but, at least. Yes. You have, okay. you have annual fees waived, but you can't do installment on your, on your monthly dues. You have to pay it in full. Ah, same because as everyone else. a banking... No, because a banking oh. employee cannot be delinquent, cannot even be a revolver. Oh, really? What's a revolver? Sorry. So, like, you know, when you pay a minimum amount due, ah, yeah. you can only pay that, right? If mm-hmm. you pay the minimum amount due, the bank, the bank just builds you a certain interest for not paying uh-huh. the rest of it. We can't do that. Wait, because, now you know, that's not a perk. <laughs> well, it allows us to be financially intelligent right because you know better you should know better that yeah be like you no we have to be the sample wow uh. we, have, we have to be the model so painful Pero, yeah but like for me i went into it because i wanted structure right number one i wanted a nine to five I wanted regular working hours. Oh my gosh! Listen to yourself, and li- I, I, I assume people who are living nine to five are probably saying the exact opposite. Yeah, it's like I, I want more like, freedom. Just give me point A to point B boundaries. Yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> it's really just yeah, that, so weird. You know, though. grass is greener on the other side. Right, so like, right, right. They're like, oh, I, I don't want to be on call. I want the nine to five. <laughs> 
So, my first job was really in banking. Was really 9 to 5. As Done. in, kulang na lang. We had the Bundy card. Hindi naman. Uh. Pero like, you have to log in, log out. Fortunately, with the second company, it was really more of a... There's a prescribed time. But uh-huh. it's uh, it's more of an agreement with you and your supervisor. Trust so, system. Yeah. So, luckily, the supervisor that I have with me until now is very output-oriented. Mm-hmm. For me, the number one perk is that what you see is what you get. It's very point blank. You have a job description. Mm-hmm. You have, you know, you have a job description. You have clear goals, clear KPIs. You know what you need to reach to be deemed good or yeah. excellent. There's a guaranteed hey. salary and bonus. <laughs> everything. So Ooh. for me, what we, the structure, the predictability of it, I really like it. But I am really fortunate that I remember I told you that I'm the type of person that doesn't like a step-by-step mm-hmm. instruction or even a step-by-step process, which like a bank will have. But like fortunately, where I'm in is kind of the sweet spot because like since you're in charge of strategy, it's really your own. Yeah, you have the freedom to actually execute as you please. Within boundary. parameters that are uh, very clear. So I'm like, mm. okay. So yep. I cannot, cannot go over 50%. <laughs> yeah, I mean, being creative within reason. <laughs> mm, true, true. So, it was a, you need to stay within this blue color. <laughs> <laughs> of <laughs> course, because it's branding. branding. Ah, correct, Brand, correct, correct. Branding. Meron, pala. meron, meron. But like, I really appreciated those things because like, there were rules, but they weren't binding to me. Uh-huh. I just... It was just really me wanting to know what was expected of me. So I know whether I'm meeting it or surpassing it. So there's a clear measure. There's a clear, there's a clear measure. In terms of learning, it's very different. Because like, mm-hmm. whereas before you're learning about legislation, you're learning about this is kind of okay, but not really. For this one, naman, you're learning about specific like banking regulations or mm-hmm. like Creative ways on how to effectively serve your cardholders, but also meeting BSP rules. So, marrying those. There's a certain type of creativity. And also, like, when crisis mode, like, you know, last year, we had COVID relief programs. Mm. Of course, cardholders wouldn't know the first thing about it, but it's to their benefit. So, the, the challenge really there was to effectively execute it. Communicate. In the way that a commoner would understand. You have to calm down your cardholders. But at the same time, internally, you have to calm down as well. Because like, mm-hmm. you're also cardholders. You're also customers. So like, right. just prevent everyone from shaking. While I'm agreeing panicking. to BSP rules. <laughs> yeah, Very important. And you have to do it fast. Right. Because it's competition it also, right? It may sound callous. But like, that was really... Ano, let's put it this way. It was really... Um, a challenging time. I got to be more on the marketing communication side because like, dining was essentially dead. You can't dine out. I was a dining program manager at the time. And pre-pandemic, we had like over 150 live offers mm-hmm. at any given time. And they were all dining. And then suddenly, we couldn't Oof. dine in. Right. So we had to change strategy for that. But at the same time, I had time because, you know, nothing was going on. Nothing was certain for the first three months. So, mm. but then Bayanihan, that the Bayanihan Act was really in full swing. Everyone was panicking. So like, oh, I have experience in communication. So, oh, that was something I volunteered for. And then oh. it, it was a good experience. 
Because it was really crisis comes. Yeah, so you married your experience in government, just like crisis all the time. Yes, <laughs> and I was thinking, oh, that stint helped me. I was thinking maybe I was just playing around in my younger years. Because, mm-hmm. you there, know, I, I still had... still get something out of it. Right? Yeah, and I, I was thinking, yeah, no experience is unusable. Yeah? And go everything on, adds up to build you in your current career, even if you think that it's not related. I wouldn't ask you for downsides anymore because I guess you love the nine to five. That's all of the downsides. That downsides, there are rules. There oh, are rules. But I thought you it's like good rules. Bad, no? I mean, the things that I like are also the things that can actually break it. Because like, mm. there's a lot of admin work, a lot of auditing work, a lot of, we're not a big team. It's a common thing you'll hear around the company. We're very stretched. It's very one is the one. Like, very lean, whereas, horizontal organization. Yes, it's very flat. Right. Good and bad. For example, like for other banks, maybe for a single category, they'd have, I would say, at least three program managers. One is the one. I was the only program manager handling dining with. And I had, on my own, uh, I had like 150 offers. And I didn't have mm. a team. I was handling everything. So I you just have had to do a, the logging in of these Exactly, the admin also. work that goes into ah. that. And of course, of course, I have a teammate who does the relationship management work. Because mm-hmm. like, I won't be able to handle that. But like, oh, even the DTI permit, my gosh. <laughs> Very important. Right? Because these are the rules. Hmm. They're also the ones that, you know, there's a lot of paperwork. I see. It's just ironic in our, you know, Digital types. world. I know, right? Yeah. But there's a lot of paper and all of that paper is in my pedestal in my office that I haven't seen in over a year. <laughs> it's okay. Stay put where you are. Yeah. I'm thankful that everything can be done online. I guess it showed that we can really be very mobile. Yeah. Well, we're proving you know people are wrong from before who's a gung-ho with Agree. We should really all be unless I mean depending on the industry, I think there's merit in moving to an output oriented mm-hmm. mindset for things. But depending on the industry, I can't right. say that it's true for, for all. Right. So we have a threefold question and answer <laughs> because you have so many, but I want to hear your thoughts. Okay, Who okay. would you not recommend first being a plantita? Like, you know, people, you know, because it's back to quarantine. Agreed. Maybe they want to try it second time around or for the first time. Who would you not recommend it to? First and foremost, it's a responsibility, as cheesy as it sounds. It's a living thing. It doesn't True. talk. But it's a living thing. And plants and are then, the new pets, diba, Agree, nowadays. agree. I mean, there's a certain level of love. Of course, they'll never... The way they reciprocate, it is more passive. Mm, but they'll they, bloom. <laughs> okay. If you don't want to be tied down, a routine of caring for things. Responsibility. Responsibility, yeah. Because like, for me, for example, earlier this year, when it was still kind of loud and... The cases haven't ballooned yet. I went on a three or four day vacation. And my biggest worry was who was going to water my plants because there's a specific way to water my plants. Uh-huh. And time, quantity. Exactly. As any plant parent would know, there's a certain care for each type of plant. Not all plants are created the same. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, I know this plant. And that's four days. And it was like, 
hot. It's always hot here. It wasn't exactly the rainy season. So, like, okay, I I didn't want to make it too complicated that the one who would water it would just give up. Mm-hmm. But it was really the biggest anxiety for me. Imagine, like, I guess, I'm sorry if, like, this is the comparison, but, like, it's a parent leaving their kid with a babysitter for the first time. Mm, anxiety is probably through the roof. Yeah, so that responsibility that doesn't appeal to you. And also, the responsibility of actually learning about your plant before or after you get it. Sometimes you're just gifted with it, right? Yeah. Or sometimes you just got it on the way. Research naman a bit. <laughs> For best care. But also, if it dies, forgive yourself naman. My recommendation lang, don't buy like a super expensive five-figure plant for your first go. I mean, my gosh. Mm. Unless yeah, you have that, the money. Then so young, uh, Throw it away. Why not? <laughs> oh, like, well, that's one of three. Second is going into government work. It requires a lot of energy. Energy to motivate yourself. Energy to always go to actually maintain that frame of mind that I did this for this intention. Mm-hmm. It, if you don't have the energy and you're not energized by the thought of being in charge of your day, in charge of things, being a self-starter, sometimes it's all on you. The rest, nothing will happen. Agree. There's no time for anyone to actually spoon-feed you things mm. or hold your hand. Sometimes it's sink or swim. And also, maybe people won't want to see you succeed. So they won't oh, want to... Help I you mean, out? They won't oh, want to help you out. Of, like, you know, the that's real reality. World. I, I think with any organization, it's just that, you know, in government, there's no general HR like to watch over employees, right? <laughs> Everyone. So, correct, correct. And each office is like a little kingdom. You have to be able to take care of yourself yeah. have, and have and the energy yourself. to do that. I think it takes a lot of energy. Oh, ito, if you don't have the good intention, I'm saying this because Wag you know, na, please. <laughs> please go into it. Go into government service if you want to serve the country. Mm-hmm. I Not mean, for personal gain. Yes, please. Parang naman yung taxes natin. Gosh. <laughs> Fair point, yun, fair point. I guess yon. If you don't have good intentions, go don't go into government. But really, mm. it's energy. Last but not least, the wonderful world of banking. Wonderful world of banking. If you're the type who doesn't like rules, because mm. there's really a lot. Depending on the type of bank you go into, whether it's local or multinational, of course there are little cultures. If you're not the type to be able to, you know still succeed regardless of the rules that bind you. It's both good and bad. But like, if you're the type to get suffocated by a 9 to 5, yeah. by the need for paperwork, the need for meticulous admin work, because when audit comes, you're dealing with other people's money, so there's a lot. You just have to learn to live with the rules and thrive, thrive as your yep. best self. True, true. And make it work for you, I guess. No. If you're a very, very free spirit, it might be stifling. Uh, hmm, good points. Great that we have like <laughs> not one, not two, but three areas for uh, someone to consider. Agree. Or it could be that I'm just very fickle-minded and just not. <laughs> and that's why we want you as a guest on the program. Hey, if they want to get in touch with you, check out your plants, how to do yes. so. Yes. So you can get in touch with me. Wow. Talaga <laughs> No, but really, just if you want to check out my babies, uh, if you want to check out, you know, my random thoughts on plants. So 
I'm on Instagram. It's at leafylover.ph. Mm-hmm. I try to post every day, but it's usually just me taking pictorials of my plants. Originally, it started as, you know, me, a place to sell my propagations. Uh-huh. But then eventually, I realized that I'm not to propagate and just started taking pictures of my plants. Baby okay. love. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Okay. Yun lang. <laughs> Well, we shall definitely check out the plants and the promotions mm-hmm. for the next credit card because dining in is back. But I know, possibly but so. I, I'm not with dining anymore because oh. it's time to move on. So ah, good for you. I'm with online deals right now. Oh, so, yeah, even better, worse. Eh? I mean, better or worse? I'm confused. Better or worse? But yeah. No, <laughs> but like more opportunities to reach you wherever you are. And help the economy. Yes, and it's help nothing. the economy. Help you, help me, help all of us. <laughs> it's a nice catch-up with you, Lee. Thanks so much for joining. It's very nice also. Look at that. You made it this far. Check out the other episodes so you get to hear about another industry. I also have friends from around the world in Season 2 and a great migration in Season 4. Special thanks to... JB Tabuzo for the episode cover art. He's one of the featured guests in this season. And Patrick Chung, who recorded that awesome song from Down Under in Tasmania. His episode is featured in season two. Find links to their works in the show's Instagram account at Catch Up Sessions. Catch you next time. Life and Career Edition.